Hi, it's Pete Price, and this is a podcast with the Deputy Chief Constable of Merseyside Police, Serena Kennedy, the DCC. We're talking about enforcement, reckless behaviour, COVID, all the regulations, how the force are coping, how everything is happening and being put in place, because we are seeing light at the end of the tunnel, but we couldn't do it without the police. Sit back and enjoy the Deputy Chief Constable of Merseyside Police. Evening, Pete. Thank you for joining us. I know you're incredibly busy and uh, you're all flat out. And that's the first question I've got to ask. How are your force coping? Um, You're right, we are flat out. It's been a really busy 10, 11 months. Um, It's carrying on being busy, uh, dealing with our normal business as usual, but then obviously layering COVID issues on top of that means the staff are incredibly busy, working really hard to keep our community safe, but they are tired. I bet they are. I bet they are. How did you, uh, as as you and the Chief Constable and other police around the country who organised the police, how did you sit down and go, oh my word, as if we haven't got enough with crime, we've now got a pandemic to deal with? It must have been a difficult thing to put together. Uh, it's been a really movable feast. Um, you know, the legislation has changed a number of times since March last year. Um, but we have got brilliant communities here who, on the whole, you know, have worked with us since March. Uh, and you've seen, hopefully, our approach um, develop during that time. So when we were in lockdown one, it was very much around engage, encourage, explain, you know, really encouraging our communities to do the right thing. And the majority of people have done that and are still doing that. Um, But what we do see is we see people continuing to break the rules. Uh, You know, during this weekend, we've issued 201 fixed penalty notices in the last 24 hours. 129 of them have been at three incidents. So there are a small minority who are still breaking the rules. Everybody knows what the rules are now, and that is why we are taking a firmer stance um, on enforcement at this moment in time. What makes me very cross, uh, you just told us then about those those stupid idiots, um, is the fact that it's putting your force at risk as well and uh, you've got enough problems without having police off ill and fighting for their life with covid absolutely we've got 189 members of staff who are currently off sick with covid which means they are not there supporting our communities when they when they most need us wow 189 members of staff Yes. See, you just don't think about things like that, you know. And these mindless people that do what they do, they they can't get their head around that because all they want to do is because they're bored. They want to go back to normal life. We all want to go back to normal life, including the police force. Absolutely. You know, it makes me really cross. So we had a report of a rave last night up at Formby. Um, There were 64 people issued with fines and two arrests for Class A and Class B drugs. That puts an incredible strain on the police. It puts a strain on our partner agencies. You know, there's a clean-up operation there today. There was over 100 people in attendance last night at that incident who will have all gone home to their family, friends, no doubt come into contact with work colleagues over the next few days and they put all of those people at risk including 
my officers when they came into you know contact with them last night it's just foolish and reckless and selfish you see until you say it like that out loud all of a sudden you think but none of them have thought about it they've just been totally selfish they've gone back after not mix uh, and not so socially distancing not doing anything just partying and partying and gone back to their own families their grandmothers their grandfathers their mothers their fathers their, their brothers and sisters and have hopefully not but passed on covid absolutely and as i say they know the rules the rules have been around now for 11 months and that's why we're taking a much firmer stance and that's why 64 people were issued with fines at that rave last night it seems i don't know if it's because people have stopped reporting about covid but it seems that there appears to be more crime now or has it always just been there through covid and we're only just hearing about it because it was all covid in the papers uh, no, we actually have seen reductions in, in crime uh, since April. So from April to December last year, we saw a reduction of 6.14% um, in crime, which is, you know, it's a percentage. But we have seen, uh, you know, reductions of um, crimes that you would expect. So burglary and vehicle crime. And we know that's because people have been at home more so it's not been as easy to break into people's houses but what we have seen is the levels of proactivity so the merseyside police officers and police staff have carried out going being really proactive so we've carried out 1025 open land searches and weapon sweeps during this time wow. because we have seen a little bit less crime it's given us some capacity to go out on those target those individuals who have carried on committing crime. The one thing that's worried me all through this and through the last three uh, lockdowns has been domestic violence. And, I mean, it's a different world now. Um, you're a, a comparatively new police officer compared to the old days when domestic violence was just close the door and get on with it. Now the police are incredibly uh, proactive with domestic violence, aren't they? Yeah, I agree, Peter. It is, it is a real worry, and we have seen increases um, of domestic abuse. So we've seen a 10.4% increase in domestic abuse. So, so far this year, we've had over 18,000 uh, victims of domestic abuse come forward and tell them about the levels of abuse they're suffering. Now, that's really positive because they've come forward, and what that means is, you know, we work really closely with um, domestic support organisations and charities so we can make sure those people are getting the support that they need. Um, so it's positive that they've come forward, but it is a worry, and as lockdown goes on, you know, we need to carry on working really hard with our partners yeah. to make sure there is that support available to people. You know, we've had three, unfortunately, we've had three women over the last week who've been murdered as, murdered as a result of, um, at the hands of their partners. Um, so I say we are working incredibly hard. We would encourage anybody to come forward. There are some new things available for, for, for women and men to come forward and report if they're a victim of domestic abuse. So if they ring 999 but they just can't speak because that perpetrator is too close, they can press 55 and that tells us that they need immediate um, immediate action. 
Uh, we've got a great initiative called Annie, which means if you go into a pharmacy, so you could just be picking up your basic paracetamol or whatever it is you're buying at your local chemist, and if you say to that pharmacist the word Annie, and obviously that's you know that's a lady's name, so hopefully won't alert anybody if you're with um, a member of your family or you're indeed with the perpetrator. And that chemist will realise the staff there are trained and they know that it actually means action needed immediately. And they will take you off into a private room and give you the opportunity to speak to somebody and let somebody know what's happening to you. So there's a whole myriad of ways in which you can report domestic abuse. And please, you know, don't suffer in silence. We are here to support you. I really think I really think we should go through that again because I think that's essential what you've just told us. So again, what could happen? So if you ring 999 and you are not in a position to, you need our help and you are not in a position to speak, if you press 55, we know that you need immediate deployment and we will deploy staff to you. If you are unable to ring us, you can, and you are out and about, the chemists, the pharmacies are now running an initiative called Annie, which means action needed immediately. But obviously it sounds like a lady's name. So if you can get to a chemist and use the word Annie, those pharmacists will know what you mean. They will take you into a private room and they will speak to you and get you the help and support that you need. Um, you can also, you know, again, it's difficult if you're in a house with your partner who is the perpetrator, you can actually contact us via, via social media as well. Um, if you can't contact us, there's loads of information online, there's loads of domestic abuse charities online, so Women's Aid, Refuge, the Nest the National Domestic Abuse Violence Helpline. You know, it'd be great, Pete, if I stay on at the end and I'll give you, I can get the information to you if you can tweet it out, put it on your website um, so that we can get that information out as widely as possible. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll speak to the office tomorrow, the uh, press office about that, which is great. Thank you for that. Uh, right, before you go, a uh, couple of things. Shoplifters, what's happened to them through uh, lockdown? Well, um, as you would imagine, shoplifters, offences of shoplifting um, have reduced because the shops have not been open um, and we haven't actually necessarily seen increases in crime that you might think that shoplifters might do if they can't get access to uh, access to the shops because we have seen overall that decrease in crime in Merseyside so I say we haven't seen those, those uh, increases in those other crimes that you might expect. Mm. What about the guys and girls on the streets, the the beggars and the homeless? Has that been a problem through lockdown? So, uh, the, what, the other role I have is I work with the um, strategic coordinating group, which is a group of partners um, come together when we're dealing with... Um, well, COVID's been obviously a unique situation, but if we had a flood scenario or when we had the fire at the Liverpool Echo Arena car park, um, and we've worked really hard as a partnership to make sure that we can provide accommodation uh, for the homeless people because, you know, often it's not through choice, it's through life circumstance, and we wanted to make sure that there was opportunities for them to get off the street, be safe, be provided with accommodation, with food um, and support through, through, through that period. So we've worked really hard in each of our authority areas to make sure those options are available to all of our homeless community. Interesting. Um, 
What has happened about drugs? Has drugs been a big problem in home deliveries uh, throughout lockdown and has made it the police's job harder? Um, I wouldn't say that. What I would say is we've taken a really positive stance um, through um, on drugs through this period because what we've seen is because we have had slightly less calls during lockdown one coming into the control room and a slight reduction in crime, we have been able to be really, really proactive. Um, so just some of the, so the county lines initiatives that, they, that, that have been running, you know, since April there's been 205 arrests and we know many of the county lines people are actually victims themselves. We've managed to safeguard 200 um, young people um, and we've managed to close 112 of, our, of the phone lines that are used to facilitate the county lines. You know, we've conducted um, numerous stop searches um, and targeted people who are actually dealing the drugs and making victims out of some of our young people and some of the vulnerable. So actually, um, we've seen a really positive, proactive approach to drugs during this period. Um, and that will continue uh, as we come out of uh, COVID and lockdown as well. The biggest question everybody wants me to ask is about the social distancing and walking. Uh, now, I walk um, and I walk every day. What are the rules? Because we hear of people going to different areas for walks. What are the rules? Or is it just a minefield? Yeah, I have to say that one is a bit of a minefield. So, it, you know, you shouldn't be travelling um, for any unnecessary travel. Um, you know, if it's in your locality, so if you are walking out of your home address and you are walking, there is no limit on on time like there was in lockdown yeah, one yeah. on how long you can walk for. If you were driving a distance which would be considered local, that is fine. You can drive to somewhere that is local for you to um, for you to exercise and for you to go for a walk. But I would suggest crossing counties and crossing several counties, as we know people are doing is not acceptable and that is when people are going to be issued with fixed penalty notices that, because that is breaking the law. That's interesting uh, crossing counties because I heard of somebody going from Liverpool to Delamere for a walk and they were both fined £200 each in the car so they've crossed the county haven't they? Yeah, yeah. To finish off your message uh, Deputy Chief Constable uh, of Merseyside Police what's your message to everybody about Covid? Well, I'd just like to thank the majority of our community who've, um, who've done, you know, they've really pulled together. We've done fantastically in Merseyside. You know, we saw that in November uh, in terms of us going into the Tier 2 restrictions. So I'd just like to thank you all uh, for abiding by the regulations. We're, we're nearly out of it. We're coming out of the other side of it. Please carry on staying home, staying safe abiding by the legislation uh, and we hope we all hope that lockdown will be lifted soon i hope every member of your force is going to be safe and uh, i send my regards to all the 189 staff who are off poorly uh, dcc um thank you very much for talking to me thanks very much pete that was the Deputy Chief Constable of Merseyside Police. I hope you learned something about COVID. Why not subscribe? It doesn't cost you anything, and we've got some great podcasts coming up. Liverpool Live.